fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Freedom of speech. What is it? What does it mean? Why is it important? Freedom of press. Why is the First Amendment something that if we change, we lose? Spotify. Joe Rogan in 60 seconds. It's time to panic. Valentine's Day is only two, two weeks away. Oh my gosh. Uh, Genucel has a special treat you're going to love with all of Hate your Valentine's heart. Day. Well, Much pressure. I know. Well, that's why you just take care of it. Valentine's Day uh, is, there's a lot of pressure, of course, but you can get the brand new Genucel anti-aging primer for a radiant glow, a flawless finish. It's free with every order of Genucel's most popular package. You can get uh, all the stuff that you love from Genucel, the best in skincare. Uh, and here's uh, this is Soretta from Tacoma, Washington says, This primer is amazing. I put this on when my skin is dry. It gives an airbrushed look that makes me uh, not want to apply anything else. I love that my face glows right through the foundation. That's the way to think of this. It's like a filter, an Instagram filter that's on all the time. This is incredible. Uh, this is a great gift if you happen to have someone in your uh, in your life that just loves the best in skincare. And as part of GenuCell's early Valentine's Day sale, you can get their most po- popular package for over 60% off right now at GenuCell.com. It's GenuCell.com. Enter the promo code BECK35 and you'll get an extra 35 bucks off. Visit GenuCell.com now and select your complimentary gift at checkout. It's GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about what's happening with Joe Rogan. Let's start at the First Amendment. What is the First Amendment? Can you name the five freedoms that are guaranteed just in the First Amendment? Here's the first one. Congress would make, shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion. What does that even mean? The establishment of religion. It doesn't say that you have a right to be free from a religion. Remember, the Bill of Rights are your rights, and it's telling the government what they cannot do. Not what you can't do, but what government cannot do. So the first one is, part one out of five, is it shall make no law, no law respecting uh, an establishment of religion. So they can't force you to do one religion or another. Now, may I suggest that wokeism is a religion? I don't know about you, but I'm wide awake and proudly not woke. And I am not woke because I'm wide awake. You cannot force people in a religion, a set of beliefs, and then say, you can't participate in government things. Can't do it. Part two, you cannot prohibit the free exercise of religion. So I can't tell those wokeists or those Satanists, you can't do that. I cannot abridge freedom of speech. If I'm the government, I cannot abridge freedom of speech. What does what is an abridgment, Stu? What does that mean? Because it doesn't mean, I mean, it's so clear here that they didn't think that anyone would stop all speech. They all knew. 
What does bridging mean? Um, the cur- curtailment of rights in uh, in law, and of course, the very, f- gosh, the very helpful definition of the action of abridging a text. Yeah. Abridging a text. If <laughs> right. you're abridging a text, it means you're condensing. Yeah. You're summarizing or you're you cutting audio, things out. Audiobooks all the time. This is the okay. unabridged version. Of right. The, yeah. Okay. So abridging means you're cutting Shortened. some things out that you don't think that's where the dot 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 comes in. Okay. Um, the government can only not stop you from speaking, cannot curtail those rights. They can't say abridge. So in other words, Joe Rogan can. Joe Rogan can be on, but not those things. Can't do it. Can't. You cannot abridge the freedom of the press. Nor the right of the people to peacefully assemble. So they're not, are they? They're just making it scary for you to assemble. And they can't stop you from petitioning the government for a redress of grievances. So you know what? You guys suck right now in Washington, and I'd like some answers. They're supposed to provide them. They're not supposed to stop us. But are they providing? Are they living up to any of these? They are currently members of the religion of wokeness, and they are passing laws right now and helping establish this religion that puts them and the government as God. They will decide. They will issue rights. And when it comes to Joe Rogan and uh, freedom of speech and Spotify, you can say that the you can say that all of these uh, uh, social media platforms are doing it on their own. But, you know, they're not. You know, they're not. And we know for sure, because the Surgeon General came out this week or last week and said, You know, these media companies are not doing enough, and this is really harming things. This is harming people's health. We got to stop people like Spotify and Joe Rogan. They got to address that. So now you're getting pressure from the government. They can handle Neil Young. But now you're getting pressure from the government. When the government starts to pressure you, you have a big choice to make. And is it worth losing their business? being regulated out of business, just being on the receiving end of, well, if you're in bed with the big banks, you know, I can't continue your revolving loan because you're exhibiting risky behavior. I don't know what that's going to do. You have Joe Rogan. That could blow the whole thing up. And we as a bank, we don't think that that's safe. So we can't give you that revolving loan now to be able to pay your payroll this month. That's a huge deal. And this is government abridging freedom of speech. And I want you to know, I am consistent on this. I don't want any of the ladies on The View to ever lose their job other than because people think they suck and they have no ratings. That's fine. But lose their job because the mob rises up? No, that's not America. We don't limit speech, more speech, not less, more questions. You know, I really think it's important that people understand when Jesus said, come to me as a child. What is the main trait of a child? You'd say innocence. But always questioning 
Why? Why is it like this? Why does the sun come up in the morning? Why is the sky blue? All of those obnoxious questions, I think they're kind of obnoxious to remind us what kids are like because that's the way we're supposed to be. And they're honest questions. They're not setting you up for a trap. Your kids are not like, why is the sky blue? Aha! You told me yesterday that the light spectrum, they don't do that. They're not setting you up for stuff. It's an honest question. Why? It's a simple, honest question. Honest questions. Honest questions are the most important. I contend that's what Joe Rogan does. He asks honest questions. Now, if he wanted literally wanted to have the other side on he can choose to do that and i don't fault him for that there is a case to be made if i'm gonna talk to this guy for three hours i at least want to spend 10 minutes at the end going what did this guy get wrong but that's not what joe rogan does now he's choosing to have somebody on that disagrees okay well that changes your show and if that's from you and not the government or you not pressure, that's great. And I give Joe Rogan the benefit of the doubt. And I also give Joe Rogan uh, a lot of slack because where does he go? It's one thing to say, stand up, be a hero. But he is literally out unless he builds his own thing. And believe me, that's not e easier than it was 10 years ago. But not easy. Because remember, he took himself off YouTube. Do you think YouTube's going to put him back on? Not a chance. If Spotify leaves him, where's he going to go? He's got to develop his audience right now. He's got to drag it to where. And believe me, big tech won't direct you there. The question Joe Rogan has to be asking himself is, can I compromise without selling out? Because if I don't compromise, they may get rid of me and I have no place to go except JoeRogan.com. But I have to, I will lose the millions of people that have been following because he went the opposite direction. He went from the biggest stage, which is free everywhere, to behind a paywall, Spotify. And there's a lot of people that listen to him there. But he's not available now anyplace else. Anybody who is in this business at all podcasting. You put yourself everywhere. Be ubiquitous as much as possible. Because you have to be able to shift when the sands are shifting and know that I think all of us are going to live in a world where we are balancing a few things. I shall never say the things that I do not believe. But there are many things that I believe that I will never say and many things that I believe that I will. And the one thing I'm sure of I will never, ever say the things that I don't believe. 
If I don't believe it, I won't say it. Now, how do you balance that every day with not to speak is to speak, not to stand is to stand. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Many things I believe I shall never say, but I shall never say the things that I do not believe. How do you balance those? Because that is the job of a broadcaster like Joe Rogan. That is our job every day. To be able to communicate with you is going to get harder and harder as we go along. And those lines are going to become coming to you because once they get rid of the Joe Rogans or the voices they disagree with, you're next. They have to teach you. That's why they're going after Rogan because Rogan is in the spotlight right now. He is at the tip of the spear. They go and wipe you out, do everything they can, because if they can wipe you out, it teaches all of the other fish that are in other ponds, don't screw with us. So now, the petition, the right to petition the government for redress of grievances and the right of the people to peacefully assemble I think we have grievances just on this. And we have ways to assemble without even being physically there. Where is, where are the attorneys? Where are the broadcasters? Where are the people that care about freedom of speech? When you have the government doing what you claimed Donald Trump was being fascistic, actually knowingly in bed, knowingly admitting that they advise big tech on who should be removed and who shouldn't be now coming out with the Surgeon General saying we need to look at this, what Spotify is doing. That is chilling speech. Back in a minute. Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Uh, it bears repeating, stock up today on emergency food from my Patriot Supply before tomorrow hits. And tomorrow is going to come at some point and we're going to pay the price of, of uh, you know, getting away from all of the universal truths, getting away from the gods of the copybook headings. And we will find ourselves that we have plenty of money, but nothing our money can buy. We're headed there now. You're already seeing signs of it. Now, what are you going to do about it? You can freak out. You can put your head in the sand and not think about it. That's the worst you can do. Or you can know, you know what? Somebody a lot bigger than me and a lot bigger than government is in charge. He knows all of it. I'm going to do the next right thing to be prepared. So what is the next right thing? Do you have a food supply for your children and for you, for your family? Right now, you can save $50 on the popular four-week emergency food kit. That's breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, even snacks, 2,000 calories a day. Uh, and you can, if really bad things happen, you're going to be able to make it. And you won't be a burden on others. You might even actually be a help to others. Preparewithglenn.com. Get the special $50 discount. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Preparewithglenn.com. 10-second station ID.
You know, it's it's really quite disturbing to me um, what is happening. Um, you know, it's it's why Bitcoin it's why they're trying to choke off Bitcoin right now for the same reason. They need you to be beholden to them and only them. The Fed is going to introduce a new currency and it's going to cost us just going in anywhere from 40 percent to 60 percent of everything you have. So they're going to go in there and they're going to have their own Bitcoin. They're hoping that the world will join in. And you'll have to have it and you'll have it in a bank account. You have to listen to them. They are the arbiter of truth and everything that is true. Right now, if you look at YouTube, um, we have the place has a million and a half subscribers on YouTube, million and a half for the hill. When you search Glenn Beck, Great Reset in YouTube, your videos uh, talking about uh, from the hill come up with me on Tucker Carlson talking about it and then them discussing me whether I'm right or wrong. But the videos that I have done, two years of videos, do not come up anywhere in the search. But you can see The Hill talking about me talking about it. <laughs> now, the, the talking about what I'm talking about uh, has fewer tags on it and everything else. But they have like a million and a half uh, views. I've got 179,000. How is that even possible? Same amount of audience, same kind of audience. Oh, I think it's very explainable, which is people are searching for your video and that's the one popping up. So they're clicking on that. They're seeing your face and they don't see any other videos from me. Right. They don't see anything else. That's the number one video that pops up. So they click on that. So we've played within their system uh, and uh, they just keep throttling more and more. So we're asking you to take the extra step. You'll have to type in uh, youtube.com slash Glenbeck. We have assembled all of the Great Reset videos that we have made. You'll find them in, um, what is the tab, Stu? Um, um, under uh, playlists. Playlists. And it's the first playlist on okay. there. Mm-hmm. So just click on playlist and you'll find them. I don't think it would be a bad idea to start burning things to DVD, um, if you can still do that. I, I think that things should be burned to hard drives. If you find anything important, I would burn them to hard drives. Um, you know, I, I hate to say this as I'm trying to you know push my book, which is only available on Kindle, but I would start buying all the things that you think are important in paperback uh, or hardcover, but actual physical paper. Um, because it's they're going to get harder and harder to get. We are headed quickly in the wrong direction. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow! What a wow! That's a all the stuff you talked about today. I didn't think you'd summarize it that way. <laughs> Do you disagree with what I talked about today? Do you disagree with my view on them? I don't think so. I mean, I you know the the interesting part talking about Rogan maybe specifically is. There's that difference between hosting a podcast and producing a podcast where they're kind of living in this world in between, let's say, The Blaze, where we produce, we pay people to do shows, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And, you know, YouTube, which in theory, I know that they have an advertising sharing program, but generally Mm -hmm. speaking, you could just post your own thing up there. Correct. 
and people can watch it there and you're hosting it. You're not Spotify's tried to bridge that, right? And they're producing their own content. And anything they put on there that's going to be controversial, they're going to get this treatment from their biggest source of revenue, which is music. All these artists are going to wind up complaining about this. And Rogan, again, is a guy who who literally endorsed Bernie Sanders for president. This is not a conservative they're going after here. This is someone who is just asking questions because he wants to learn more about topics. And they're going after him. If they're going after him that way, imagine what they'll do to someone who's an ideological conservative. God forbid you want lower taxes. <laughs> what will they do to you then? <laughs> Tax the snot out of you. (laughs) The Glenn Beck Program. It's an opinion tax. Let me tell you a little bit about Goldline. The dollar is being destroyed. You know it. You see the Dow last week? Been trying to warn that markets are setting us up for disaster. There's smoke. There's usually fire. Now, the the Dow has shed over 3,500 points since January 4th. This is the uh, the largest drop. Last week was the largest drop. I think what was the year like 1990 or some crazy. Um, what didn't go down was gold prices uh, that went up slightly at 1786 per ounce up to 1840 per ounce. It did exactly what it's supposed to do. It, which is to head the markets when they go insane, to hedge the dollar when we start printing too much. Now, because of what the Fed has done with Treasury bills, it, the swing is not as dramatic as it has been in the past. But I'm telling you, I don't want to be sitting there with a bunch of paper that says the government of the United States owes me money. I'd rather be sitting there with something tangible like gold. Offering 6% free metals in their their, uh, promotion for qualifying IRAs. Go to goldline.com right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I've got a hard question and then I've I've got some good news. Should we start with a hard question? Because the hard questions to use too. Sure. You are much better at investing and doing things than I am. Almost everything I'm much better than, yeah. Mm, I think there's some significant disagreement, especially <laughs> on the uh, on the board of the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's um, a fair okay. point. So <laughs> what are you what are you doing? On that, I, I've talked to several people <laughs> on the last in the last yeah. few days uh, after I saw what the Fed was doing, um, and it's insanity, insanity. Um, and I thought mm, the dollar is not going to last. So what do you do? I mean, I gold, silver, Bitcoin. I was willing to put money in Bitcoin, and now it will take three years before the government gets off its back. And that's assuming the Republicans win and they're interested in uh, a free market Bitcoin, but the government is coming down hard on Bitcoin. And there's plenty of voices on the right that don't like Bitcoin and don't like crypto. Yeah. So So. is it, do you think it's going to bounce back? I think so. I mean, I look at this stuff much longer term than me too. Next year or two. Yeah. But yes, well, I do think it will come back eventually. There is, of course, that big asterisk that potentially the government could try to stop it in a real way. So far, what they've done is there's been some people who talk trash about it. And right now, those people happen to be in power. Yeah. Uh, Janet Yellen is one of the biggest mm-hmm. opponents of yeah. this. 
so I do hope uh, that this will uh, be a good a reason step away from despair at this point. So that's true. I, uh, but I hope it ends. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you do see voices. I will say there are Bitcoin is not an, uh, a partisan issue or at least hasn't been until this time. I mean, Eric Adams, who's the new mayor of New York City, yeah. took his first paycheck in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Correct. There's going to um, be a big fight on this. Yeah. But it's going to cost a lot of money while it's being fought out. And I'm not sure who wins. There's a lot of really rich people who donate money to Democrats that have a lot of money wrapped up in crypto, whether or not just not just the investment but side, but also the owning companies that run exchanges and stuff. I right. mean, it, it would but be there's hard. also every company uh, that is massive, that is part of the great, great reset. Right. Well, and every financial you know, group is involved in the Great Reset. So I mean, Jack from Twitter is a great example of this. I mean, here's a guy who obviously is not conservative, uh, a guy who we complain about, you know, r- routinely here. Also a huge proponent yeah. of cryptocurrencies. Correct. And a lot of Silicon Valley people are. A lot of them. I mean, yeah. and, you know, this takes one of the reasons we've talked about it going back to and I wish I really do hope you listen to us back in like 2014 when we were saying you should put some money into Bitcoin because you'd have a lot of money right now. Uh, but if you did, you're not listening anymore. You're <laughs> some I, I would think we get some loyalty. <laughs> no, we would. Uh, but they're not. They're getting up at their hour. They're, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're, they're on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the reasons we talked about it was not because of you know, its investment potential. What was it was because of the potential of fighting back against inflation. One of the things we've talked about forever, they can't print more of them. So you, you have that and you have the, the real possibility of taking power away from a centralized government. And what we're seeing now, which has developed in the, uh, in the interim since we first started talking about it, is now really that rise of the censorship that we hate so much, targeting companies, targeting businesses, targeting speech on the right, all of that can be solved with various levels of blockchain technology and crypto where it can't you can't do those things to bitcoin mm-hmm. you can't do those things to blockchain and the taking that uh, ability to have businesses and computing power and social media and all those things living there instead of how they are now with a centralized person like jack who can just say yeah i don't like that tweet that all goes away on blockchain so that's one of the reasons we've been cheerleading for it. It's great to see the price go up and that people make money. That's fantastic. But it's not the most important thing about it. And that's, I think now people are starting to wake up in the government and saying, wait a minute, this isn't just people, a, a, you know, a bunch of libertarian nerds. It's not a bunch of, I mean, it is a bunch of libertarian nerds, but it's also a real threat to our power in the long term. That's why I like it. It's why they hate it. So I did a show uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday, about money, and Carol Roth was on me, uh, on with me. I have to have her on again this week. She, you know, put a list together of ten different things that you should do, uh, and she is big on assets. Anything that is an asset, and I asked her to define that. She's like, a new car is not an asset. No, I mean, let's not let's not go crazy <laughs> here. Yeah. I mean, she said you you want an appreciating, <laughs> not depreciating. Yes, asset. Mm-hmm. Uh, land is an asset. Anything that is anything that has scarcity to it. And and I think on the same point, it, you know, not everyone has a bunch of money to throw around right now to invest. If you do, I mean, these are really important tips. But like, there's part there's elements of this that everybody can do. For example, if you happen to be a person who's a homeowner, 
an investment in your future financially is to refinance your mortgage now. Correct. Before these rates go through the roof. Correct. I mean, we talk, I'm not a paid commercial, but American Financing, we love them there. But whoever you go to, and you can get a lower rate where you can lock in these 3% interest rates for the next 30 years. Best, one of the best things you can do. You could save a bunch of money per month Correct. now, which is great. But also, when these interest rates go up to a zillion percent, which is you know seemingly on the way, you are going to be paying off part of your mortgage just because those rates went up. And and things also that you can do, you know, you see like old Mustangs and you can get them for like 10 grand. Now they're in peace. They're like a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. But if you and your son or you can um, redo cars, classic, classic, classic cars, if you can buy them and do what I can't do, and that is rebuild them and really make them nice, that becomes an asset. Um, land is an asset even if it's a quarter acre it's an asset um food is an asset you know when the government came out last week and said you know there's uh there's uh, there's nothing going on in our supermarkets we're completely fine but you know people might want to buy some canned food excuse me what well you know just in case you know in case of what you said nothing was going on um, food is an asset. I mean, if you can just buy an extra couple of cans of food, it is really important that we think like our, if you're my age, our grandparents, the ones who remember were so freaked out that there was going to be no money and they squirreled everything around. They're like, wait a minute, that's, that's a two inch piece of string. You're just throwing away there. We could use that. And you're like, what are you going to do with a two inch piece of string? I don't know, but we might need it someday. They were so freaked out. Anything that they did, we should be doing. Uh, and we should get used to it right now as we are fighting the fight. So our kids don't have to be used to it. All right. Now I have good news. There are two things, well, three things. First, Kid Rock has canceled all tour stops at ven- venues with vaccine, vaccine mandates. That's kind of cool. Mm. Um, but this is, this is something significant. South Dakota has passed the Convention of States resolution. The legislature in South Dakota said it's time to do something. They voted 39-30 to p- pass the Convention of States resolution, uh, which has this, ha- goes over to the Senate now. Um, during the debate, nobody rose against it. Uh, only the supporters uh, stood. And the, the question is whether or not this is going to be a good thing or if it will open up the entire Constitution. Know that anyone who tells you that does not either know how it works or they're lying to you, have an agenda. Maybe they've listened to somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about or has an agenda. It's very, you can vote two ways. You can, you can pass an amendment, which I do not recommend, that just says, let's open this baby up. Okay, that, that would be very bad. What these states are doing, are they're being very, very clear. For instance, also this weekend, Nebraska did the same thing. Nebraska called now, according to the resolution, calling for a convention limited to proposing amendments to the Constitution that impose fiscal restraints on the federal government, limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, and limit the terms in office for its officials and members of Congress. That's fantastic. 
Now, if you pass that resolution, those are the only things that can be discussed. Okay. Now, also know that even if they did something like that is completely unconstitutional, could not happen. But even if they said, well, you know what? Before we all go home, let's ban all guns. And everybody took, you know, a crazy pill and everybody's like, yeah, gun banning guns would be good. I like that. What would happen? It then has to go to all of the states to be voted on. Now, I don't know about you, but I think only 15 have to stand in yeah. the way. I think we have 15 that would stand in the way of, I don't know, freedom of speech, things, Second Amendment. Any crazy idea. Any crazy okay. idea is not going to go. You don't, you'd be able to block it with only deep red states. Or, yes. you know, if you're on the left, deep blue states. Correct. Right? Like, there's, there can't be any massive changes unless it's an overwhelming consensus. But this, this is a chance for us not to talk about politics with our neighbor. This is, don't you think the government has spent enough? And I know I'm not talking about health care. I'm not talking. I'm talking about crazy spending. Is there any limit? The next one is, is there any limit to their power? And what do you say? We get the Crypt Keepers out of there. We get Nancy Pelosi, who has eyebrows now, I believe, in line with her ears on the top of her head. I think now, you know, maybe she served time enough time. And especially with Joe Biden. I mean, it's not about a term limit there. It would have been about a term limit in him in Congress. He was there. He got into Congress when I was six. Look at me. I'm not six anymore. I'm not even 10. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Amazing. Uh, that's uh, that one. I think it's just. And by the way, that's one of those things. It's one of the most popular uh, things when they poll, uh, you know, various questions. Term limits are way up there in popularity. 70, 80 oh, yeah, percent yeah, yeah, agreement. Yeah. People oh, yeah. on both sides of the and, aisle want them, except the, the people who are in power. The same thing with voter ID. The same oh, yeah. exact same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like 80% approval. The people want it. Mm -hmm. The Republicans, mainly the Democrats, but some Republicans don't want that because it allows you to fudge at the corners. You know what I mean? It allows you to, you know, just go over and vote. That, that's bad. That's really bad. And everybody knows it. It's time to put the power back into the hands of the people. The 17th state now is Nebraska that is officially called for an Article 5 limited opening of the Constitution, Article 5 Convention of States, 17. I think you need 32 or 35 to get there. Others were actually only one away if you count the ones that have passed in the last five years, but those are going to have to go through court and everything else. You need your state to open up on specific issues, call for a constitutional convention. Santa! Relief Factor. Sandra lives in Minnesota. She writes in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I finally decided to, to try it uh, because nothing was helping my constant lower back pain. And the result, I experienced great relief when taking Relief Factor. Honestly, I doubted it would help, but... The three-week quick start was available, and I decided I don't have anything to lose. 
I feel like a new person. Thank you, Glenn, for recommending it to me. Sandra, thank you for trying it. The three-week quick start. It will work for about 70% of the people. At least 70% of the people go on to order more, so they're either dummies, uh, you know, or, or it works. Three-week quick start. Just try it. Take it as directed for three weeks. I saw a huge difference in my life. I mean, massive difference in my life and in my pain. Relieffactor.com. Call 800-4-the-number-4-relief. 800-the-number-4-relief. Or go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. The Glenn Back Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, you know, Stu, you didn't ask me what I'm investing in. That's right. I'm, I'm thinking the horses. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, horses, uh, maybe mm. the Super Bowl. That's Ooh. why I was sucking up to you today. Mm-hmm. Who are you for? Right. Should you I know, get some how info? much money should I put in? Mm. You know. Well, there is an easy way to invest. People aren't talking about it. Uh. The government won't tell you these, this wonderful way. <laughs> but Stu will. <laughs> All you have to do uh-huh. is correctly predict the score of two football games. Seems pretty easy, right? I mean, a couple, right. couple games. The Bengals 27-24 over the Chiefs yesterday. And the Rams twenty to seventeen over the 49ers. Two very normal football scores, not uh-huh. like weird scores. Uh-huh. Should be very easy to do. Sure, right? Did wait? Was this one person? One person did this oh my and gosh. predicted. So there, you know, when you uh, place a, uh, a a wager, you can bet on the exact score, right? So not like uh, you know Bengals minus three, right? 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 right. It's t- twenty seven, twenty four, and twenty to seventeen. If you did that yesterday, a guy did it. Bet twenty dollars. And returned five hundred and seventy nine thousand and twenty dollars. Oh, uh, he's my Your cousin. Cousin, I think he's yeah. my cousin. His name is <laughs> unknown. Uh, at this no, point. That's, that's him. His name. <laughs> that's <laughs> him. You knew the whole yeah. time. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We the think of all the time. We go to a family reunions. We're like, you know, if unknown was just here, it yeah. would be. <laughs> So I got to get in touch with him. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 500 grand out of 20. A $20 bet. And it seemed like that seems like something you could easily do. You pick you a couple imagine, of normal scores. Can and you imagine close. he got the first one right and how he was watching oh the second game? How he just must. And they were both so close. Yeah. But, you know, it was a 10 point, you know, it's 17 to 7 in the fourth quarter. Are, what's going to happen? They, you know, the Rams score 13 straight points to win it. Can you imagine? I mean, if you're a fan of one of these teams, you're living and dying with these moments. Imagine if you had $579,000 on the line. So to my long lost nephew person, or person, unknown, whoever, mm. we've got to talk. We got to get together. Yeah, you, actually, well, I'll keep your anonymity and I don't want any of your money. Well, actually, I do, but uh, don't worry. I just would love to hear what that experience was like oh, yesterday. That would be incredible. Imagine? Incredible to watch. And, you know, you're saying unknown because you don't want to judge their gender. We don't know how they identify. Right. Who knows yeah. at this point? If they hate if they hate Trump, I hate Trump. Biden, I <laughs> yeah. love Biden, whatever. I mean, we're family.